From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. This episode is 132 and I'm talking about the 10 signs you may have health anxiety. Now, this is going to be a really powerful episode. It could be long because there are 10 really big signs that you may be suffering from this health anxiety. But before I get into this episode, I want to go over your comments on episode 131, which was all about the motivations to change. You guys found it to be really useful. And I want to go over your comments on that uh, episode, starting with Ray Lynn, um, who leaves a comment on the YouTube video version of the podcast saying, thank you for helping us so much. I have health anxiety and it's so exhausting but I am so ready to move on. Change is necessary and I understand it will get so uncomfortable, but I need to live my life. I only have one and I'm killing myself and not living and I want to live. Well, Raylin, that's a hell of a motivation to, to, that's a hell of a fire to light under you to get you moving out of that rut. Um, so keep listening, keep growing from the podcast, and keep implementing the techniques and tools I mention on the podcast and, and videos. Isaiah K says, when I imagine myself still suffering from anxiety a year from now, it scares the hell out of me. That's my motivation to change. Well, Isaiah, that is one hell of a motivation to change. Um, that was actually one of mine. The thought of being stuck in that anxious state, it was it was scary. It was really, really scary. Corbin leaves a comment saying, your podcasts are a must listen for those dealing with health anxiety. No meds, no coping, practical tools for getting out of a rut. Love you, man, and great work and Corbin, love you too. Thanks for the comment. So before I get into this episode, I just want to mention that for a limited time, you can get the Anxiety Project program for 50% off. All you have to do is rate and review the podcast on iTunes and then send me a message via email. You can do that at unpluganxiety.com under contact. And you send me a message saying, hey, Brad, I left you a review. I rated the podcast. And um, just let me know, and I'll send you the coupon code to get the program for 50% off. Get it while the getting is good. Um, So in this episode, I'm going over the 10 signs you may have health anxiety. And I'm starting off with number 10. Number 10 is a sensation enhances your stress. Now, that sensation, it well, that's a feeling of uncertainty because you, you feel the sensation and then you get all those thoughts, 
the 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 tree like branches stemming from that sensation right of all those different what if thoughts now this can generate unconscious thoughts right this this sensation such as oh no or what if what if and those what ifs are the many 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 tree tree branches stemming from that sensation and because this sensation is unknown it produces curiosity you become curious oh what could that be and alertness and since human beings are naturally tilted towards negative emotion our thoughts easily tilt towards what if it's cancer what if it's a serious disease that's interesting what if that turns into this or that and so my next question to you guys is well why isn't everybody scared out of their minds when a strange sensation pops up because everybody gets them to an health anxiety sufferer they seem like they're the only ones with that thing but truth be told everybody gets these strange sensations well why well everybody gets stressed and everybody gets anxious from time to time and when those people get anxious that anxiety produces cortisol and the body becomes tense and then the body produces different sensations right and you can look at it as a sign right well and many people do many people who who aren't scared out of their minds when when any unknown sensation pops up is well one of the reasons could be that well they look at it as if it's a sign well i'm too stressed i'm working too hard i'm not giving back to myself as much i'm not i'm neglecting something in my life that i shouldn't be neglecting right so people who are very conscious and aware of themselves can easily turn and flip those sensations the the what ifs that are associated with those sensations and so those people you know they trust in their bodies more they can reject negative thoughts that will lead to more concern or they believe that they can just overcome any challenge that comes their way because they have that confidence right and i i myself was that sensitive person and i had to develop this confidence and this independent way of being because while i was sensitive dependent and suffering deeply and so to get over the, my reactions to those strange sensations i what i had to do was develop my self talk and develop this new way of acting and thinking right number 9 the the ninth sign you may have health anxiety is you want people to be either close to you or away from you now at work you can see this if you're working and you avoid conversations with your other coworkers and you avoid company during lunch 
because you need to have that time to yourself to focus all of your mental capacity on this unknown health issue you are ruminating over. And I did this all the time. I was very closed off. I mean, there are introverts and there are extreme introverts. And I was on the extreme end, not just because I was an introvert. It was, it was because I wanted to focus all of my attention on trying to figure out, well, what's going on with me? Why am I feeling this way? But it's not just that. It's also, I didn't want to make a fool out of myself while I was with these people, right? I didn't want to, you know, have any sort of anxiety when I was around them or even die, right? If I want, you know, to, to go to the extreme end of it, I didn't want to die in front of other people, right? So you avoid most people and then you keep the people who make you feel most safe close by like your family, right? The people that make you feel like you're in your safe zone, right? That's your safe zone, in being in the proximity of your family. And I used to, I used to think I was continuously acting strange around people, coworkers, or just random people interested in, in me, you know, having a conversation. And I used to think, well, I'm just acting strange. And, and that's why I would do my best to avoid situations where I may feel like I could lose control or feel trapped. And I cared a lot about how others saw me as well. I cared a lot about how other people saw me and viewed me and thought about me. Number eight is you feel automated. You feel automated. And there are other symptoms associated with this with this one, feeling automated. It's lightheadedness, loss of balance, cannot get a grip over your thoughts and words, loss of appetite, confusion. Now, this is depersonalization. Feeling like you have no control and you are watching yourself in third person, like you're you're in a video game and someone else is controlling you, but it, it's actually something. And it's the amygdala that's running the show. The amygdala is the part of the brain that's really, really, really old, hundreds of thousands of years old, that's running the show. And this is this part of the brain is more evolved than the thinking part of the brain. That's why when you feel anxious, when you're in depersonalization, you can't seem to get a grip over your thoughts. And that's because the amygdala takes over. It's more evolved. It's the boss, right? It's, it's the boss. And it, when that thing's active, its job is to keep you safe. And using your thinking brain is not ideal in a situation where you need to react unconsciously to a perceived danger or a real danger, right? So that's why you may feel automated. 
the seventh sign you may be suffering from health anxiety is someone mentions an illness and you become concerned that you may have it. And this was common for me when I used to suffer deeply from health anxiety. I remember being at the coffee shop and there would be a group of older people talking and one of them would mention somebody they know in the hospital getting cancer and I would be sitting there and I'd perk up and be like, oh my God, cancer, I might have that. I could end up like them. Or you might perk up when you see an advertisement or you, your family member may be watching an intense Netflix series about doctors or violence maybe happening on the TV and you know you perk up and you become extremely sensitive towards that. Well, this unknown thing that you're dealing with, this illness, right? This potential illness that you are continuously focused on, this potential illness has become top value to you. Because you're focusing all your attention on it, right? You're obsessing over it. What could this be? You're in this unknown domain, right? And because this potential illness has become of top value to you, you are filtering all the information from the outside world that fits with this top value, And I'll give you an example. So say I worked for the post office and whenever I am in my car going to the grocery store and I see a mail truck driving by, I'll pay attention to it and recognize it because I worked for that company. So it say it's the same company mail truck that drives by. I would pay attention to it because that mail truck has an emotional impact on me in some way. So you pay attention to information that has had an emotional impact on you in some way. If you had a bad experience at a fast food restaurant, say you get food poisoning there, every time you pass it on the street, it's going to have some impact on you. You're going to recognize it. You're going to to notice it. And it, it may trigger that disgust pathway, right? So you pay attention to those things that have had an emotional impact on you in some way. So because I used to be so sensitive over my health and contracting some sort of illness, hearing somebody talk about cancer fit into the category of something that could cause me to die or something I could have, right? Number six, the sixth sign you may be suffering from health anxiety is You continue to check in internally throughout the day. This is super common and was common with myself. And so 
everything needed to be working smoothly internally for everything to be okay in my life. I had to wake up in the mornings feeling great. And if I wasn't feeling great, and if I still felt that sensation, I would focus all my energy in on that sensation and everything else would become compromised. My relationships, my job, um, just the little things, just sitting with mindfulness and enjoying the day or enjoying a good book or enjoying the weather. Those things would become play. They would be placed on the back burner, right? And if you are not feeling your best in some way, then the snowball of concern starts to roll and it keeps on rolling, keeps on rolling. And then all your attention throughout the whole day is to feel good. And and the stress of trying to feel good is only going to increase your chances of not feeling good because that anxiety produces sensations and then you're just burning up resources you're burning up mental energy you're burning up fuel that can be put that could be put onto other things and so well let's go over what happens to a health anxiety sufferer well they check in on the sensation to see if it's still there like i used to do in the mornings and whenever whenever their attention is away from that sensation, it seems like the sensation disappears, right? It seems like, oh, you know, I, ha- I haven't felt that sensation in two hours. And then once you start to focus in on that sensation, what happens? It shows up again, right? Yes. It seems like because you're obsessing over it, that triggers your stress response. And because your stress response has become activated, then the sensations return, right? It seems like it's this loop that continuously goes and goes and goes. Number five, the fifth sign you may have health anxiety is you touch and or Look at parts of your body constantly. And so those who are overly sensitive towards their health will definitely find other potential problems with themselves. Well, because they already see themselves as a victim and doomed, right? So I remember a time when I was suffering, I was obsessing over having a UTI, urinary tract infection. And then I remember just one time look scanning my body, seeing a strange looking mole and then obsessing over the mole next. And then after that I would it would be over something else. So I was constantly touching those parts of my body and also looking at them continuously seeing if it's still there. And if it was still there, oh, it has to be cancer. It's still there. But in the end, it was just a mole, right? A regular mole. So this can be a overwhelming loop, 
as you can see. The fourth sign you may have health anxiety is you wake up in a panic or in a sweat at night. Now, when I used to suffer, I used to lack a lot of sleep. And so what happens when you lack deep sleep? What happens when you lack REM sleep? Well, this can cause hallucinations. And I'll give you an example of myself. I remember waking up in the morning and peeing and my urine was dark, dark yellow. But I looked in the toilet and I thought I saw red. I thought I saw red in that toilet and I had a panic attack. Another, and there, there was no red, but in my mind, I was just like, I was, I was seeing what I was really wanting to see, right? And I also remember a time waking up at night and, and feeling like there's bugs crawling on me and seeing that, you know, there was a bug on me and freaking out and it was just a, a piece of, of lint, and that's an example of not getting deep sleep, not getting enough REM sleep. You, you increase your sensitivity and then you start to see things that are your worst nightmares, right? And when you hear people say, well, the monsters come out at night, that's true, right? It's true. The unconscious is mostly active while you're asleep. And it can be up to 30% more active while you are asleep. That's incredible. So anything unresolved, anything that's troubling you, will sure enough make itself known to you when you're asleep at night, when you have no distractions, when you're not coping with alcohol or TV or reassurance seeking or whatever it is, Googling, you wake up because your unconscious is signaling to you that there are certain things that need to be resolved. And, well, your unconscious is working for you but if you're the one suffering from health anxiety, it can be hard to look at it that way. The third sign you may have health anxiety is you talk about your illness with other people. Now, looking back on myself, I, I, I was an energy-draining vampire, right? I would be around family just talking about my illness. I would be around friends or or Maggie at the time, uh, well, I'm still with Maggie, but, you know, Maggie, when we were first dating, I would talk about my uh, illnesses and what I was going through. And this makes you a burden on those people because they have to stress themselves in order to help you through the challenges, Right? And when nothing seemed to help me, when I used to suffer, I would continuously talk about it. And then you, I could see the annoyance in those people, right? They would get annoyed because they want to help, but 
nothing's helping, right? And also being around people for that reassurance, it it doesn't teach you to be braver. It keeps you spinning on your head in the unknown. That's what it does. Keeps you spinning on your head, keeps you in the unknown. And, well, they don't know what's going on. Those people do not, they don't know. And so because they don't know, it it becomes pointless to talk to them and rely on them. You have to go to somebody who went through the same thing you're going through and has gotten out of it. And that's why this podcast or that's why my YouTube channel is so useful is because I used to suffer deeply. I implemented a structure, a discipline, and I got myself out of it. And so, so many people message me saying how much they relate to my story and well, you need somebody who speaks the information that's going to help you put yourself in formation, right? Uh, number two, the second sign you may have health anxiety is that, well, you Google your symptoms one or more times a day. Now, the, the Google search engine reaches farther out into the unknown. Now, what do I mean by that, by that? Well, whatever you type in Google, there's thousands of possibilities. That's what I mean. And so that's why it seems like your anxiety worsens when you Google a symptom. There are too many possibilities. And so somebody suffering, they need a structure. And that's why my program is so useful for somebody suffering from health anxiety. It's because it it's a structured program. People need to follow some sort of structure. They need some sort of order because they're in chaos. What's, what's the proper path in life? Well, the mediation between order and chaos. That's the proper path. So somebody who's in too much chaos... They need to add some order to their life. So that's why the program, that's why listening to this podcast or watching the YouTube videos is really, really important. And so you need to be the hero of your own story, the one with the tools to overcome the challenges you face, right? You want to be that independent person. The first sign, number one, the first sign you may have health anxiety is you avoid places. Now, the, all of these, this list is very, very common. I, I know there's more to this list, but these are the most common signs. And number one is you avoid places. Now, this is agoraphobia. Agoraphobia is when you are unable to even leave your house. And I actually got to this point because I kept shrinking my world smaller and smaller 
and smaller because I kept avoiding places. And the unknown became so fearful for me. And and it, that's because of two things. The first thing is that I had this fear of social judgment. And this is true for everybody else suffering. The fear of social judgment when faced with panic. And then not having anyone you trust close by to help. Anybody you go to to feel safe. And so anything that resembles even a little challenge will send someone who is suffering and who is very sensitive to extreme stress mode. So it could be a dinner. It could be a coffee shop meetup, a walk in the park with friends, or even just going and getting on the subway to get to work or even while you're at work. Anything new that pops up in their schedule will be met with extreme sensitivities. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. I hope this list has resonated with you. Please leave a comment if it if it has. If I missed something, please leave a comment. I would greatly appreciate it. And others who are watching and or listening would greatly appreciate your comments as well. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast or video. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.